We were discussing in Nefesh HaChayim, Karakid Aleph of Shared Aleph, about what a person's Torah brings about. So we ended the previous year in the middle of the topic, we started to speak about how it connects Shemayim Baritz. And we spoke about the saying of Rabbi Yezah, that Kola Oisek Vitor Yishma, if a person is Torah for its own sake, Kila Oisek Shonim B'Famayya Shalmala B'Famayya Shalmata. As if we created peace between the familiar, the host, so to speak, of the heaven and the earth. And we spoke about what does that mean? That even though the familiar shalmana, the heavenly host, so the malachim are all spiritual, and they're in a spiritual environment. So there's naturally a, a shalom there. But we saw in the previous year that in order to give people the ability to function, to live, to act, to learn Torah in this world, so then there has to be a shalom in the familiar shalmata also. Why? Because the order for a person to function in this world is the shalom has to come down to the physical world. Without the spirituality, without a sense of life, without a nefesh, so this is a dead world. But, how does a neshama, which is something kaddish, deal with, interact with a world which is chal, a world which is physical, a world which is far from its level? And we saw from Chazal that the Nisham is very uncomfortable in this world. It's very unhappy. It's like the Basmelech, the princess who is captive in some very primitive village, far from the lifestyle, far from the, the, the environment she's used to. So there's a lack of Shana. The Nisham in this world is unhappy. It has to be forced to stay here. It's in a hostile environment. But when a person learns Torah, Nishma, so then he makes himself into a place of Kedusha. He sanctifies his mind with the Kedusha of the Torah. And then it becomes a habitat of Ruchnius. It becomes a place where the Nisham is happy to be. That's the Oisei Shalom and the Femaya Shalomata as well. Because now the mind of a person which is focused on Torah becomes a place where the Kedusha rests. And now the Nisham feels at home. It's at home in spiritual concepts, it's at home in a level of sanctity which the Torah envelops a person in. It's no longer, so to speak, a, it feels like a strange in a foreign environment. So much so, that we saw that by the cases of real tzaddikim, the Shama can be happier here than it would be in Shemaim. We mentioned last time in the Midrash of this Abracharabba, that when it came time for Moshe's and Shama to leave, HaKadosh Baruch Hu told her, come out of Moshe's body, come back to the Kisei HaKad. And the Major says that the Nisham of Moshe answered Hashem and said, Rabbi Shalom, I'd rather stay in the body of Moshe. That's an unbelievable achievement. That a person can bring himself to an age of, stage of Kedusha, that the Nisham would rather stay in the person than go back to its spiritual environment, to go back to the Kisei HaKad from where it emanated. That's Oisei Shalom. The Pasuk says, Ozi Chazikum Ozi, the Sona holds on to the source of strength, which is the Torah, Shalom Yasi. It makes a place of Shalom, it makes a place of peace for the Neshama in the Famadi Shlomata, among living people. So that's one element of what learning Torah can do for a person. But there's another point as well. If you go back to the beginning of the paragraph, then the Rukhayim Village and the Nev Shachayim, for a second idea too. And it says, 
to build what's been broken, which is going to unite and combine the upper and the lower worlds. And when they all combine, then all the worlds are shkilin, are equal, light up the same way. This is more than just making a person's body or person's mind a place which is receptive to ruchnis. This is combining the worlds of spirituality and physicality, rebuilding what was broken. Our lady brings a second Gemara. It's like he built the palace of Shemayim and he built the palace of Aretz. To spread the heavens and to establish the, the world. Now, this is not talking about a different world, a different Shemayim and Aretz. That the Nebuchadnezzar Chaim talks about later, we learn from a different Pasuk. He's talking about the Shemayim and Aretz that are right now. And when a person learns Torah, so to speak, then his words establish Shemayim and Aretz. They build which was broken. What's this concept he's referring to? So let's see the next paragraph, and he's going to elaborate further to explain it to us. Nebuchadnezzar says of the Chazis, it's a Midrash Chazis, it's one of the Kabbalah Midrashim, on the Pasuk in Shashirim, which is describing Klai Yisrael with the martial of the person. So the Pasuk says, Shekov Amudei Shesh. Shekov means his legs, his thighs, are like pillars of marble, which means just like a person's legs are what supports their weight, it holds them up. The same thing we're talking about Klai collectively, that the legs which hold up Klai Yisrael are Amudei Shesh, are powerful, are strong. It's like marble pillars. And what part of Klai Yisrael are the legs which hold it up? Says the Midrash, Eilat And Laman Nimshilu Lamudim. Why are they called pillars? Shehem Amudei Olim, because they're the pillars of the world. Shehemayim Rabbi Brisi Yem Valayla. If not for the Torah the whole time, then the world wouldn't be standing. So the Tamil Chacham are the pillars of the world. And he brings two more Midrashim which say the same thing, and the Midrash of Mishle. And the Chachmah sponsored the Esa, with Chachmah she built her home. Amra Kaddish Baruch, Im Zoch, Adam Velam, Atariv, Chachmah, for person in Torah and Chachmah. Chachmah, the Fana, Kamesh, Abar, Shemayim. It's like he built the Shemayim. Okay. And if he held up the whole world. And so at the end of the Midrash Mishle, and Eshish Chayel, as if the pillars holding up the world. There's another possible that says this as well. It's talking about the Torah itself. And uh, it's, uh, the Gemara brings in Shavas and the Kof On the Pasuk, and set up its pillars, seven pillars. These are termed seven Chalakim of the Torah, which the Gemara explains how the Torah is divided into seven. But those are the pillars. So what are these pillars? What needs to be held up? And how are we holding it up? So I want to explain this, the Yisoyed on which the Nefesh Lechaim is this. It's the Yisoyed in the Kabbalah which doesn't spell out clearly, but he hints with enough illusions that's what he's referring to. What was the Neherosis? What was the broken world which has to be fixed? So let's understand it from a maybe more of a machshava perspective, even though know, the principles brought in Kabbalah. And that is, on the one hand, HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants to create a world where there's something for a person to do. If Hashem would create a world where there's nothing for a person to do, then the person would have nothing, no reason to be here. There would be no value in his creation. 
So Hashem wants to create a world where He's provided the option of a person is can do something and then is to perfect, to complete the world. So for that to happen, it has to be that the world isn't complete already. On the other hand, you know, the mission says in Dmai that it's a chazaka and a chavish and a moitzimitachas yodet avish and a matukah. We can rely on a, a, a chavir not to leave something which and give something out which isn't perfect, which isn't finished. So Kaal Chama Hashem. Akadosh Baruch doesn't create things which aren't perfect. Hashem can't create imperfection. So then this is a philosophical contradiction. How can it be that on the one hand Hashem creates is perfect, and on the other hand the creation isn't perfect because it's left for people to perfect? How can it be that on the one hand Hashem can't create something which is incomplete, but on the other hand the person is to complete the job? And the answer is, and without going into details of this, that there was an interim stage where Hashem creates is perfect. But then there was a stage called Shvira, which means something broke in that perfect stage. And now that it's broken, now a person can complete it. Now, so when Hashem created, it was perfect. But the world the person is presented with is imperfect. And it's up to him to perfect. And without going, that's the philosophical understanding. Now, obviously, you're going to ask the question, how can something perfect break and what caused it to break? That's already in the realm of Kabbalah. But the idea is that there was an interim stage, what we call the Olam of Shvira, where something broke, and Kabbalah explains exactly what and how. But now that after something is broken, now that that's the stage before the world, which is created for people, because now the person can come and fix what's, fix what's broken. That's the first point. Now, what broke? So we understand that what something, the, the element which needs to be fixed is here in the physical world. The world of Shemai, the world of Ruchnis is complete. There's something here in the physical world which people need to complete. And I don't just mean the physical world here, but I'm saying the effect that the physical world can have on Shemayim too. And that's for a person to do. And an entire which he's talking about over here, or by doing mitzvahs to a lesser extent, that's something which a person can do to complete the area in this world which is incomplete. Once again, exactly how we do that, that's really the realm of Kabbalah, but let's just understand the principle. And now we're going to come to another point. What, what is the palt in Shomar and the palt in Shomat? We saw the Gemara says it's like he built the palace of Shomar and the palace of Aretz. So I want to digress for a few minutes to give a marshal, which is actually important to understand as well, to explain the principle over here. And that is, imagine you have a factory. It's a fully automated system. And things go from the beginning to the end, from one machine to the next, from one conveyor to the next, and everything runs smoothly, and the production process runs without a hitch. Now imagine at some stage, towards the end of the production line, Something went wrong. One machine stopped working, or there was a backup of what you're creating, which doesn't move ahead to the next stage. What's going to happen? There might be one specific point where the system isn't running smoothly, but as a result of that, the entire system is going to shut down. Because now there's going to be a backlog at every stage, and matter the whole system won't run. So it's not just that there's a problem now with the last step. 
that something went wrong there. That's maybe where the problem began from. But now because of that, nothing can run properly. It's going to cause a backup, it's going to cause a delay, it's going to cause a breakdown in the whole system. And we can understand. So the same thing happens over here. When there's a shvira, when there's something which breaks, even if it broke, there's something which only affects directly the physical world. But now that there's that element which is broken, now there's going to be a problem with the whole system. The whole way that the things come down from Shemayim stage by stage by stage by stage until they reach the physical world. So it's no longer running as a smooth system. Because there's something stopping things coming to the last stage. There's something imperfect about the physical world which you can't receive as much as it's meant to. So it means the whole way back up to production then, things can't go the way they're meant to because there's something which is preventing them reaching their completion. So even what a person's fixing is the break, so to speak, at the end of the line. But by doing that, really, he's perfecting the whole line. Because now that he's fixed the, what was causing the obstruction, what was causing things not to come down to this world, what was causing the lack of perfection in this world, so now the whole system can run in the way that things go from stage to stage without perfectly from the highest level till eventually they come down to here. And that's why there's an area of by learning Torah, a person is boine and It's like he's fixing what is broken. And when he does that, then it completes the, everything. And now all the worlds shine as one, which means everything runs as a system. So by fixing up what was broken in this world and was meant for a person to fix, so he made that person fulfilling and completing the system. That's the first part of what Rav says. And the way we complete this world and fix that area where Hashem left imperfect, is what they entire. Now, let's explain how that works. Let's give a motion. We know that there's a base Mikdash Shalmata and there's a base Mikdash Shalmata. There's a concept of a base Mikdash in Shemayim and there's a concept of a base Mikdash in this world. And the Gemara tells us that Nishba Hashem, Hashem promised that as long as the Shekhinah can't come back down to the base Mikdash in this world, he's not going to the base Mikdash of Shemayim either. A person, Hashem, won't go into the Mikdash Shalmata, into the Mikdash of Shemayim, until he comes into the Mikdash in this world too. Which means, what broke when there was a Chorban, what got destroyed, was the base of Mikdash here in this world. But because there's no base of Mikdash in this world, so now there's no, Hashem won't go into the base of Mikdash of Shemayim either. Even though that didn't break. Even though that's still there. In the Gemara says, Menachos Tosis brings it that in Shemaim, Michal Asara Godlam is considered the Kohen Godl, and he can be Makriv Karbanis now in Shemaim, whatever the spiritual concept of Karban is as well. But there won't be a Hashrat Hashem Hashem won't go down to the Midrash of Shemaim as long as it isn't the Basim Midrash in this world. Why not? Because the concept of the Basim Midrash in this world and the Basim Midrash of Shemaim is they're meant to connect. They're meant to connect in a way that there's a a point of contact between this world and Shemayim. You know, the Pasuk in Shemayim refers to as the Mikdash as the neck. Tzavarech kamigdal Hashem. And the Tzavar, that neck, is considered the Mikdash. Why? Because the neck is what connects the body to the head. And the Mikdash is the point which connects this world to Shemayim. It's the place from which Atfiris go out to Shemayim, Akarbanis go out to Shemayim. It's the place through which Hashem's Shefa comes down to the earth. 
Hashem's bracha comes down to the world. That's the connection point. And for that connection point, there needs to be a Vesemikdash here, which connects the world up, and a Vesemikdash in Shemayim, which connects the world, which connects the Shemayim down. And when the two are in place, then there's a steady contact. There's a flow between them. And we made it that Shechina will come down to both, and that will ensure that steady flow of interaction between this world and Shemayim. And when there's a break in the Mikdash here in this world, so now, even though there's a Vesemikdash in Shemayim, there's only half a system. There isn't the, le- the comparative level in this world which can make the connection from this world's point of view. And therefore, like we said, even though the break is Ba'aretz, the system doesn't run in Shemayim either. Because now there isn't the potential of sending down from Shemayim what's meant to come down to this world. So the Shekhinah doesn't go into Basmin Shemayim either. And we will be Zaycha, and so we will be Zaycha Be'ez Hashem to rebuild the base of Mikdash here. So now we're also fixing the system of Shemayim. Because now there's a base of Mikdash here, we fixed this world. Now that also enables the spiritual world to fulfill the function it was meant to fulfill. There's a tremendous depth in this. There's a Gemara which says, the Gemara in Ksuvah and Tafayam with Aleph, that Hashem created the Shemayim with one hand, and Hashem created the Aris with one hand. Shinema, Af Yodi Yosta Aris, Vimini Tipcha Shemayim. My one hand set up the world, my other hand set up the heaven. But when it comes to the base of Mikdash, it needed two hands. Shneemar Mikdash Hashem Koinenu Yadecho. The Mikdash of Hashem was prepared by both your hands. What does that mean? The principle is the base of Mikdash combines Shemayim Aretz. There's an element of Shemayim. There's a Mikdash of Ma'ala. There's an element of Aretz. And therefore it took two hands to build the base of Mikdash because the one came with the other. It creates the connection from both points of view. And by people, the Gemara says that Kedoyli Masem Shal Tzadikim. Even the Masem Shal Tzadikim was to create the base of Mikdash here. The Masem Shal Tzadikim is Shachal, Bali, Meshachal, it's already ready, it's already perfected. But by creating the base of Mikdash here, we're enabling the functioning of both of them. That's the aside of how the Basim also, so to speak, rebuilds something which was broken and completes the system of Shemayim Varetz. That's as far as the channel of the flow of Bracha between this world and Shemayim. Now that's the Mashal which is something to learn from as well. The Nimsha, what you're getting to is, the Torah also does that. The Torah, what a person learns here, we said, for, completes what the world is lacking here. But at the same time, it's a building what's missing here, it enables Shemayim to function too. And that's what Rav means. It's building the Palterian Shemayim and the Palterian Shemayim. The palace of Shemayim and the palace of the Aretz. What's the idea of the palace of Shemayim and the Aretz? That's what he brought from the Midrash. The Aramudim. A palace, a building, rests on pillars. And to build a building, you need pillars. And if there's no pillars, the building's going to collapse. And if we're learning Torah is considered building the pillars, that that's the building stand. But now, if by building the pillars, it's not just we're building a building here, it's then the Mimela that connects to the Shemayim as well. So then, one's built the pillars of both. Because now the Bapal, the building here stands, now the comparative building in Shemayim stands as well. That's the Palatin Shemayim and the Palatin Shemayim. What are these pillars? What's the pillar which a person is putting in place by learning Torah, which, so to speak, holds the world together? 
So let's see what the next Lachem is going to bring next from the Zayar. He brings three different Zayars, but they all say the same thing, the same idea. We'll just read them first, understand them, and then we'll see what the, the Zayar adds to understanding how these pillars work, what they are. It says, A person who learns Torah every day, the first thing that we Why? Because it's considered like he built worlds. Because the Torah is what builds the worlds. Like it says, Hashem built the world with Chachma, which means it's a Torah, which is Hashem's Chachma. The Torah is about itself. I was the means Hashem used to create the world. The evidence Torah is establishing the worlds and holding them up. I understand that through Hashem's speech, He created the world and holds it up. And that's the Darucha, the Inam, the Nan, Baraisa. That's the speech of those in Torah. They're the ones holding up the world. That's the first line. The tremendous minor of a person who learns Torah, but this will learn the next. And the only if he doesn't learn Torah, he goes on is trying to explain the importance of learning Torah. So he says, it says in conclusion, everything rests, everything is established on the Torah. What keeps the Olam standing is the Torah. Because that's the, the, so to speak, the, what's upholding, the pillar, of, which is upholding the higher world and the lower world. And the third time, Pashat Struma, after he explains how the Torah was used to create all the worlds, once the world's created, nothing would be existing. And Toshim decided to create a person who's going to learn Torah, and in that merit the world's going to exist. Evidence he's been the world. Hashem in the Torah to create the world, a person looks in the Torah to maintain the world. The what creates and keeps all the worlds up is the Torah. The person in the Torah is the person who is established in the world. And as he says at the end, and he says, begin the The world is only created for the Torah. If the flesh of learning to the world is established, if not chas v'shalom, then it says, it wouldn't be a world. So what's this concept? What's this concept that the person is behind the world by learning to So the Nebuchadnezzar Chaim already spoke about it earlier in the context of the life, like the heartbeat, the force of life. What keeps things alive is the, the constant pulse, which is bringing life onto this world, and that's what's on Hashem. And that's learning Torah. And every second people learning Torah, there's a force of life in this world. And if Hasa Shalom, just like a person, if his heart would stop beating, he wouldn't be alive. If there wouldn't be that Ratzin, which is a constant, which is that people learning Torah, that wouldn't be that life force either in the world. And the world would disintegrate. But he's saying another point too. He's speaking about pillars. 
We're not just talking about the force of life, but the pillar which, which maintains the world, maintains the Shemayim, maintains the earth. That's saying Yadi Yisrael. That's something else which we do by learning Torah. And how is that? So we spoke before about the fact that there was something which was broken and has to be completed. Imagine you're trying to build a skyscraper of many stories. Each story you build is held up with pillars, which holds up the next, the next the ceiling of the next level. And if on one level those pillars would be breaking, so then whatever's on top of it would crash. So to hold up the building, I need to rebuild those pillars. And when those pillars are now in place, and all the pillars are in place, and the building stands strong. Now the truth is, when you talk about a building, we think about the starting point being the ground. That's the base on which everything rests. And however high we build up the ground, we need however many floors we want to build, that's how many pillars we need to hold things off, hold things on the ground from which they're starting. We're talking looking the other way around. The starting point is Kodesh Baruch Hashem wants. And every additional stage, which is further removed from that source, is built on pillars of the stage on top of it. So really, the most roughly world is the one which is, at the, so to speak, the closest to the base. And the further away we go, we're adding pillars and pillars and pillars, more and more floors which are held up on top of each other. Until this loose world, which is the world furthest from that source, is like the top floor of that building. It's the one most distant from the source. But it also needs to be held up. And if it has pillars which are holding it up, then it's Miskayim. It exists. And if those pillars crumble, then that level will fall. And even if there are other levels, but the, the building is not complete. Now, what's the pillar which holds up this world? That's what he said. The Sheikh of Amudeshesh. The pillars of marble which hold up this world and complete the building which is holding up all the worlds is the Tarawilah. Is the Tarawilah. Now the whole world is complete. How is the Torah acting as a pillar? That's what the Zohar came to teach us. And that is, when Hashem created the worlds, what was used to create the worlds was Dvar Hashem. And Dvar Hashem is a force which create, which holds up everything that Hashem wants it to be. And this is Pesukim. With Hashem's word, the heavens were made. When Hashem said, that's what happened. So what crystallizes into What's, the, the, what's holding up Shemayim Oretz is Hashem's words. Hashem's words. And of course, if Hashem wanted it to be, that's what's going to be. That, as, as, being as Hashem's word doesn't change, Your words are forever in the Shemayim. Which means, your, that's the pillar which is holding up Shemayim forever. Hashem's speech, Hashem's decree, that's the way it should be. And now if that would be complete and perfect, Hashem said, this is the way the world should be, every level, and Hashem, that's when Hashem's decreeing should be, then all the worlds would exist. It would be perfect. But like we said, there would be nothing for a person to do. And that's why Hashem creates a situation when His, it's not, his Debor is not, not going to be what holds up the pillars of this world. On the contrary, it's going to be people's Debor which holds up this world. But people saying what? What's the nature of the Dibra of the people? The same thing Hashem said. 
the same dibur that Hashem used to create the world, a person needs to say those dvarim to maintain the world. And now we understand the oymak of the Pasuk. The oymak of the Pasuk. The Pasuk says, V'asim dvarai b'ficho. I'm putting my words in your mouth. It's Hashem's words which hold up the Shemayim Daretz. It's Hashem's words which are the pillars of creation that Hashem wants it to be and that's what makes it be. But Hashem says, those words I'm telling you to say. And now it's us saying those words. It's Hashem's words, the Dvara of Kihu Diba, that Dvara Hashem, the Olam Hashem Dvara Chalitz of Hashemayim, which we say, which gives it that, which, which makes those pillars. That's what the Zara says. You see that the, the Hashem's words is what made the world. And now he's telling us, say those words. Learn that Torah, because that Torah is giving you the ability to use those same words to be pillars. And we saw before, the Tamil Chama, the pillars holding up the world. Why? Because really the pillar holding up the world is the Torah. And we brought from before the Pasuket Mishleh, The Torah set up the pillars which hold up the world. Except, at the stage of creation, it was Hashem using the Torah to create those pillars. And now, Hashem wants us to, create, to build that building. Hashem wants us to be the ones responsible for those pillars, which makes the world compete when those pillars of this world are standing true. And now He's given us those words to say. And that's why the Zara says, we have to be because by the words of Torah we say, we making, we giving the strength to that pillar, the words of Torah, which are the pillar which holds up this world. That's what Rav said. Now that that's complete, now the palace of Shemaim, the palace of this world, those are the worlds themselves. <coughs> They've been built. The words we say is, it's spreads up the heaven, it sets up the world. Because it's those pillars of Torah which need to hold up the whole edifice, and it's when Hashem is saying them, and that's what gives it cue. When Hashem is giving it to us to say, then it's our saying the Deva Torah which gives it cue. It's a bit of a different point. It's not the internal concept of the Chiyos, which is the life force, which is always like the heartbeat, which comes from the entire. It's the pillars. It's like creating the Kli. It's creating the system, which is maintained, and that's also through the Torah. Just like everything which exists, and we see it in its physical form, exists because it's set up like that Hashem created it with His speech, so when we speak Hashem's speech, when we say His Torah, then that's what keeps it standing. That's what makes it still into the pillar. Let's finish the last line. Because Amar Perak Maras Atayrish Shabbat Oisik Matayr Nishmoni Kareleya is like considered a friend. Kibiyachal as a shutaf liyotzer Rashi is a partner. Hashem is Parach Shmoi. Kemi Shemukai Matas Kol Adamus Besik Terasa. Hashem created the world, and He's maintaining that world, and it's the same way, through the same words of Torah, through the same speech. Like we said before, and, and that's why the Midrash calls Kaisal Rayosi, which means my partner. Shakibra Terasi, because by doing that, except in the Torah, we now become Hashem's partner. And like we saw, that even when Hashem created the world, it was complete. But there was a stage which caused the lack in that completion, that by adding Torah, we're now re-causing it to become complete. We're rebuilding it, so to speak, or we're strengthening those pillars which give the world its cure. And that way, we're partners with Hashem. We're doing the same job he did by using Torah as a way to provide purpose for the world. It's a tremendous trust, it's a tremendous responsibility. And we're responsible and we're going to get rewarded for the fact that our words were the words which were building those pillars which maintain the world.